Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Denae. Hey, my name is Atik Iqbal. I am the music coordinator at NFL Network, NFL Media, and I guess I'm a songwriter as well. Um, and uh, not not necessarily a fun fact about me, but I don't think people know this or realize this, but I'm a pretty shy person and pretty introverted person. I, I'm, I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're a sensitive soul, Atik. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's... I mean, maybe that's why the, you know, the songwriting is a way to express Mm -hmm. whatever we're going through, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, I'm Kaylee Prudham of KPH and the Canary Collective. It's my artist name. I'm a songwriter and former community organizer, nonprofit worker. And I guess a fun fact about me is that I lived in the back of a minivan for a while. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Where... Where were you living when you were in the minivan? I called myself a climate crisis refugee, or not not refugee, nomad. I do Mm -hmm. not want to take the refugee (laughs) status, but I was kind of nomadic and traveling around, but I was from Washington state and then started living in Southern California. And now I'm in Joshua Tree, California. Oh, nice. I've never been. I've always wanted to go. What has been your favorite place? Um, I have a really special connection to the desert now. It's been really healing for me. I moved for health reasons. Um, I was just suddenly unable to breathe very well in most indoor housing situations from like mold and chemicals and then wildfire smoke started happening and a lot of pollution. So I started just following the clean air and where it was. (laughs) And so just wherever clean air was where I could breathe. Um, And so that's what led me to the desert. But I also... Um, the very first time I started living in a van, I spent a couple of days on San Juan Island in Washington State. Have you ever been? I oh, no, I was supposed to go. So. Um, my best friend lives up, one of my best friends lives up in uh, Portland, and she planned a trip, and I, at the last minute, balked, and uh, yeah. I have not had the opportunity since, but I heard it's amazing up there. Oh, it is so magical. All right. Well, today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about Devastating Love by KPH and the Canary Collective. Let's start with the lyrics of this song. What is this song about and what inspired you guys to write it? Well, we should have a teak answer that. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think what inspired the song is that it's um, it's based on um, two things. It's based on the Rumi poem, the way of love is not a subtle argument. The door there is devastation. Birds make great sky circles of their freedom. How do they learn it? They fall in and falling. They're given wings. Mm-hmm. And then also um, my dad told my, bro- my younger brother and I something many, many years ago that a man should fall head over heels in love with a woman. So taking those two things, I distilled it down that love should be devastating. Mm. And it's basically about this devastating love. And how I, par- how I came to partner with Kaylee was that I had heard a, she had a birthday party album release and she had a song on there 
that was heartbreaking. And I totally knew that she would understand where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out and that's how the the song process started. And then, you know, honestly, like Kaylee took what I had, my story, my lyrics, my pain, the love, the hope, um, and words. And like, she took it to another level. And, you know, she, I, I told her all the painful parts of this and she came back with this amazing piece of work and I was just like blown away, you know, like mm-hmm. from the first session. And then she came back with, with, uh, what would be the, you know, version of the song. And I was just like, wow, this is amazing. What was the, I guess, final decision, Kaylee, in, you know, taking this idea that Atik had and you really just connecting with it and going from there? Well, Atik and I had met um, like a week or two before quarantine started in mm-hmm. March 2020. And we kind of, he was very good about keeping in touch through the quarantine, but definitely we both had, it sounds like some pretty rough heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. And so it, it is always a really fun process to co-create with somebody um, to kind of riff on an emotion that is relatable across, mm-hmm. you know, different human experiences. and. So I had gone through a breakup with someone who I was with for five years at just like two weeks into quarantine. That was probably one of the hardest times of my life. And me being immunocompromised, I was feeling extremely sick and extremely scared at the beginning of the pandemic. Not that I'm not feeling scared still now, but I it was just a rough low. And so... I could definitely, I could relate to the feelings that I felt Atik expressed of just this devastation Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you feel. um, Devastation sometimes reflects the depths of the love that you have. It's not always the healthiest (laughs) thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we, I was, when we had a songwriting session zoom together consulting about what he wanted to write and what he wanted to commission me to do. We, um, I was living on an organic farm in Colorado while I was going through medical treatment and they had a piano outside and I just recorded it on that farm piano (laughs) with my laptop. So I was kind of on the go and Atik had to work really hard in the studio post-production to kind of clean up that really lo-fi vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, You know, honestly, I think one of the reasons I reached out to Kaylee is I know that she was immunocompromised Uh and I wanted to help her out. You know, like I hope this, you know, I really want the song to do well for her too, because she's an amazing talent. She deserves the credit. And, you know, I just really tried to do my part to help her in whatever way I could. And and honestly, like that song that you had, Kaylee, at your album release was just like I that pain. And I was just like, I get it, you know, and um, and then it came through. And, you know, for me, the devastating love and while it is, un, you know, there's a duality to that for me is that it's unrequited. But it's also that love you search for your whole life. And it's mm-hmm. it's that love that you, you know 
that love, it's that love that it gives you wings. And it, for me, it was that loving this woman allowed me to like soar and do, do amazing things. And I, and as painful as it is, and as much as it hurts, sometimes it's a blessing, you know, I consider it a blessing and I'm, I'm grateful for that, but it sucks, you know, like that to me is, is the duality of this devastating love is this like, great love, this unrequited love. I basically searched my whole life for, and then for it not to be is just, it, it is devastating, you know, and it's painful. So, mm-hmm. and Kaylee just captured it so beautifully, you know, like I, when I heard it, I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, like I, I, I felt like she, she totally got it. Like Kaylee totally, totally just unbelievably was able to express how I was feeling and in a way that I didn't think it was possible because originally I was going to write this with somebody else Mm -hmm. and it didn't come to pass. And then, like I said, you know, like Kaylee, um, I reached out to Kaylee, but you know, the thing that also was, I think that I connected with Kaylee is that like over the summer while she's sick and whatnot, she was doing these Wednesday calls for social justice, which is amazing, you know? And I, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, that, that too was like, that spoke volumes of her. So I was like, you know, I really want to, hopefully this song to do well for her you know thank you Atik that's really really kind and sweet and you've yeah it's been really supportive to have you want to want to collaborate to support my work and everything and we've been um I've been doing custom songs for a, a while a couple of years and it's been a really interesting process where the custom I'm doing air quotes, but you can't see me the quote unquote (laughs) custom songs are for people who want to have a sentiment expressed in song Mm. where I kind of consult with them on zoom or phone. And they say what I, you know, what they want me to write a song about. And sometimes Mm. it's like about, Hey, my wife is amazing. I really want for our five year anniversary to like celebrate her and, he tells me all these facts about her and how they met and fun little inside jokes they have and her hair color and what he loves about her. And he just like says memories. And then I try to turn it into lyrics and Mm -hmm. a certain feel. And they say like, what are their favorite bands? And I try to kind of like emulate somewhat of a genre that they like. Um, Or I've been doing these like death and grief songs where Mm. people say, I lost my mother to cancer last year and I want to give a a holiday gift to my father, celebrating the grieving around that. And through the process of writing lyrics for those kinds of songs, it's Mm -hmm. still been like such a co-creation. It's been Mm -hmm. wild coming up with that. And one instance in particular, a woman, she told me on the phone that she wanted me to write a song about her mom who died of cancer. And while I was writing the song, this like the words just raven song like that was the title and i didn't really know why but it was like something was like you need to write <laughs> this huh. song and have it be about ravens and mm-hmm. um and then when i wrote it she emailed me back and she said oh my goodness like my dad just told me that our my mom and dad when they were dating 30 years ago they had this thing around ravens where like 
he he wrote a poem for her about ravens and she like painted it and framed it and it was hanging by their bedside for like 30 years and they put it on their wedding invitations and when I was playing like right after I consulted with the woman on zoom like I hung up the phone and like a couple hours later I started like kind of just improvising some songs to get the juices flowing. Mm-hmm. And all of these ravens started flying above my head what? in a circle, like, caw, caw, caw. No. And my friend Lori was sitting like 50 feet away. And she was like, what was that? And as soon as I stopped playing and singing, they stopped and flew away. <gasps> what? <laughs> so just the co-creation process this year with the oh. people that I, that have decided to work with me has been so rewarding, like on so many levels. And Atik, you're no different. Uh, thanks. Wow. Well, I mean, I'm, you know, I I think for myself, I I wanted to do it. And then, you know, you just did such a great job that I wanted to, you know, share it with the world. And hopefully, you know, uh, you know, I have little ambitions for the song, you know, just, but yeah, I, I think you did a phenomenal job on this. So. And the words just really resonate. You took what I had and just elevated it. Yeah, the production on this is so beautiful. I actually, I really love that piano. Um, so now knowing the story behind that is really, I mean, it just adds more to my love for it, really. Is, is it affected at all? Oh, yeah, I'm sure there are, we have like some reverb on it, but it's, but it's mostly like, it just is a beautiful resonant piano. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, you know, the original track, the rough reference that Kaylee had sent me, the piano was way, was more forward on that track than her vocals. And her vocals on that track were amazing and, and really heartfelt. And that, I was just like, that's what blew me away. And I was like, all right, we need to this so that the her vocals are more forward on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and and this is the version that you hear. And, you know, we really cleaned it up. Um, we went through a few, revi- like, I believe <laughs> we ended up going through like 12 revisions of the song just to get it. I think there was like a sync issue at some point and we, you know, lined it up mm-hmm. and yeah. So, but yeah.
Yeah, your vocals are really, really beautiful on this. In this too, I don't know, you know, it, it, how it's treated in this, but I, I don't know. Overall, there's like this beautiful tension, and I just want to listen to the whole thing. Like I want to know the full story. So I think you guys just did a really, really great job on this. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's Atik who did the, you and I forgot the name of the Justin. Person, Justin, who you're working yeah. with in the studio. And they were just texting me back and forth, like sending and emailing the different versions while these poor guys were like, is this a good version? And meanwhile, I'm like at the doctor and I'm like, I can't yeah. answer you right now. <laughs> I know. I felt so bad because Kaylee was like struggling and and she was really having a difficult time with her health. And I, I just felt bad. And I was just like, you know, but I, you know, and then Kaylee was so great about releasing this on the date that I wanted to, because it was a date of significance and she, you know, and she really like, I mean, thank you for that Kaylee too, you know, like, I appreciate you. Like, I know you've been struggling. And so, um, but yeah, just the feedback and trying to get this out in time to hit them that date that I wanted it to mm -hmm. be out. I appreciate that so much. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you created a beautiful piece of work and just, you know, I'm so grateful that I, you know, that I was able to like realize that like, okay, I needed to, and I, I think it was very fortuitous that I met you, you know, that to be able to create this amazing piece of work, beautiful art, really. Thank you so much. And thanks for your patience. <laughs> we we yeah. got it done um, across many different timelines and space. <laughs> yeah, you were going, yeah, you were going through a lot. So Well, everyone is right now. And it, there's an interesting story to the piano too, but I just used GarageBand on my laptop mm. and a USB microphone, Audio-Technica. And I really, I keep it simple because um, I really am adverse to technology. So I'm really grateful that Atik and Justin did the actual cleanup <laughs> yeah. in studio. But that it, piano is magic. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It is. Yeah. And it really lends to what I think what we wanted to do with the song, right? Ailey is like, we wanted it to be lo-fi and we want, you know, and I think we were trying to go for the Adele vibe and then you just came back with something that was just amazing. Uh, yeah, I cannot uh, try to be Adele, but... <laughs> no, absolutely not. Of course, of course. No, no one can be Adele, but like, no. you know, the, the lo-fi feel of the song, right? The really that your vocals really resonate, right? That's what really carries the song. Yeah. Thanks. And of course we added like, um, or I added a synth uh, towards the middle. Oh my gosh. I was going to say, mm -hmm. I have that written down. Is that in the second verse? Yeah. Okay. So that's what it is. I was trying to figure out what it is, but that again, to me personally, it added to that beautiful tension that's created throughout this whole production. And I, as soon as it came in, I was like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I loved it so much. What was your decision behind, um, adding that? Thank you. I, well, because Atik told his story so well, I had a really clear image of like, at the same time as me channeling my heartbreak, like Atik was talking about a particularly heartbreaking scene on kind of a dark night in a street as he's walking someone to her car. Mm -hmm. And it's just very, like, I wanted that kind of feeling of heartbreak as it's nighttime and you're walking down a street to be emulated 
um, if that makes any sense. And I hope that's okay that I mentioned that, Atik. I didn't want to. No, it's okay. I mean, it's a part of the, it's a, it's a story of the song, right? Mm-hmm. It is a part of it. And, and I remember, yeah, the, that, that line too. And, and for me, that definitely just, that line just reminded me of so many other moments like that, unfortunately, a few more moments. And, but you know, that she just captured that, like that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was something it was, uh, it was that, that night she's talking about, it was, it had started raining. My car had just been broken into. Oh no. And yeah. And, um, yeah, I just told this woman how I felt and, oh. you know, obviously it's unrequited. So that's the difficult part of that. Yeah. And so I, it's kind of ironic that the person that I'm heartbroken over, or I was, was someone who introduced me to that synth sound. Oh. <laughs> wow. Um, actually, he didn't introduce me to the synth sound. I chose that and found that, but he gave me this amazing software that oh. um, <laughs> we were musical collaborators. It's, mm-hmm. We knew it wasn't a good idea. It's never a great idea, but we did it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, there's this thing called um, Analog Lab. I don't know if you've heard of it, but mm-hmm. it just has the ability to add synths from a MIDI controller that sound like analog synth synthesizers. Mm-hmm. So I just chose the sound that is called Breathing Life, I think. So that's the story of the synth. But the piano itself, the actual real life piano, it's really funny. I um, was talking with my friend at the beginning of the pandemic and I was living in a trailer with no toilet or running water or kitchen or really proper heat. 
um, in Joshua Tree because I had to flee LA. Um, and I isolated with no human contact for a hundred days. And <laughs> I was in the desert, just like, you know, getting groceries delivered and and I had been broken up with. And I didn't have housing. I didn't know what I was going to do. And my friend encouraged me. She's actually an amazing person. Her name's Jessica Rose. And she gives human design readings, which are kind of like astrology and eaching kind of life destiny, life coaching guidance. And she said, Kaylee, I know it's hard, but just write down specifically your absolute dream living situation, like dream housing situation, even if it seems completely out of the question impossible. And I was like, okay, all right. And I wrote it down. Like, I want a place where I can have my own space, but I'm in community with others and there's organic there are organic garden and animals and there are there's a piano that is outdoors but also indoors <laughs> i want it to be like an outdoor indoor piano that i can play and like look at trees and and i also want a dance floor where it's just like a wooden space where i can dance in front of a huge mirror <laughs> and i was i just wrote that down and then a couple months later I was in Colorado and I started dating this very sweet friend who I'd known for a while. And he showed me this organic farm where he was living and this kind, kind community of people let me stay in my trailer on their property for a while while I was getting medical treatment. Mm -hmm. And he gave me a tour and he was like, and this is the indoor outdoor piano in this like courtyard. And this is the room, like he opened a door and it was a room of like wood, hardwood floors and a huge mirror for like yoga and dancing. (laughs) And I was like, I don't even understand how this happened. It's insane. So that is the story of the piano that Devastating Love is played on. Wow. Wow. You're very you're very connected to the universe, I feel. Which is awesome. <laughs> For better <Like>, or worse. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is so crazy. Wow. Yeah, definitely fortuitous that I met her uh at this little house show in Pasadena. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh, wait, yeah. Pasadena. It was in Pasadena? Oh, yeah, oh what? yeah. It was in Pasadena. Yeah. <laughs> the Dang. birthplace of many great things. That's so crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, because I think Kaylee, your friend, Carenza was there. Yeah, Carenza Peacock. And speaking of Adele, Carenza played violin on tour with Adele for many years. She's amazing. Um, Yeah, she is amazing. And uh, and I was there to uh, see a friend of mine, Roxy, uh, who's also immunocompromised. um, And um, yeah, and uh, I had met her at SyncCon. And okay. so that's how this whole like thing right. just sort of came together. And then I think a couple of weeks later, I saw Kaylee at the hotel cafe perform. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had my album release show for my album, the Canary Collective volume mm-hmm. one, um, like the day before we all went into quarantine. Wow. So that was, yeah, the album is all yeah. about like healing earth and healing our bodies mm-hmm. from like public health epidemics. So mm-hmm. I feel badly that I might've brought the pandemic on, but. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. 
Oh, it wasn't. <laughs> wasn't my fault. But Atik and I, yeah, met at this show that Carenza and Roxy were playing. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I want to know what your favorite lyric line is in this song. Both of you. I have two. Um, moment of grace, obviously, because there's a there's a double meaning to that, but also like because there's when I met this woman, it was like I was having such a I was working a, a an event and just not having a great time, and mm-hmm. just meeting this person just really changed that. And then just like oh. and then um, well, the other ugh, the other lyric just. Uh, I, you know, I can't even think of the other lyric right now. Uh, <laughs> it just escaped me. I had to. What about the one that you wrote, Atik? Devastating love. <laughs> Devastating love. Of course. Yeah. I mean, that's the duality, right? <laughs> that is the duality of this too. Um, but you, you elevated that because I think, you know, the patiently waiting and the anticipate the, both the, the patiently waiting and anticipating definitely do resonate because I think you, you totally understood that situation. I, I mean, I love the whole song. I mean, you, Kaylee really did, you did hit the nail on the head with how I was feeling and what this woman meant to me, you know, and how much she means and like how devastating it is. But it's also, you know, like the, the roomy part of it too. Like I, although I distilled it down, it is, it is also for me, the love that allowed me to soar and do things I never thought I'd do. And one of the things is, you know, like writing these songs and a handful of other things, you know, just, I mean, even honestly, just like she is, I want to say she's, she is my North star and she's the love of my life. And that, that also, you know, was a, she's a source of motivation and inspiration for me, even, even in this devastating, right. Like, Mm -hmm. And actually the line that, you know, Kaylee, it came back to me, no harder than hating, right? It's devastating love. It's like, you have a choice to make, right? You could hate this person, but I don't want to do that. Make conscientious decision not to do that, even though it is painful and it does hurt, you know? No harder than hating, devastating love. And I think you just got that. I think with with the anticipation, the patiently waiting, and then then all of it. (laughs) I'll go with all of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that harder than hating is devastating love um, is a really difficult sentiment for me to like continually learn over and over again in my own love life and in like just in general, because mm-hmm. it's really um, easy. It lets our human brains off the hook and the cognitive dissonance mm-hmm. off the hook mm-hmm to just, if someone disagrees with you or if someone calls you out or if someone mm. doesn't like you or doesn't love you in the way that you would like to be loved, mm-hmm. it's so much easier to hate that person and just write them off yeah. and be like, well, she was just a BIT, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> like, and I see that happening so much. Um, and then with like breakups, it's so much easier to just hate them and not and not think mm-hmm. highly of them anymore but what's more devastating is to really really love them still and see how amazing they are and that they have a good point that a lot of the things that they found were hard about being with you might have some truth to them and that you know I have a lot of work to do and it's okay that they weren't able to reciprocate 
love or they weren't ready to be in a relationship just really truly forgiving that is is really hard but I that was the most healing thing for me to do is I was with somebody who really didn't want to be with me and I was really pushing him into that and I needed that consent and I was kind of turning it into all about me but it was really about him being free to heal and me not patiently waiting, me not waiting and waiting and waiting until he was ready to be in a relationship. That's totally okay. And he's an amazing person. And I can still celebrate and love who he is wholeheartedly, but let him go and like be Mm. free for him to live his life and love who he wants to love. And Mm. so then that freed me to love actually Mm. thinking I could never love again, never think that anyone else is amazing Mm. as him. But I found a partnership that is totally reciprocal and really amazing. So yeah, it's really hard, hard work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I am at the end of the day, I'm grateful that, uh, you know, and I have, she's a blessing, you know, and I always say that, and as tough as it is, and I do want her to be happy. I mean, in my other song, Next Life, I do want her to be happy and healthy mm-hmm. and successful and really wish it could have been with me. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. um, just, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's it really does suck, though, because just the circumstances and, I, you know, I, I honestly thought she was the one, you know, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that we're here and we're sharing this song, you know. But Kaylee, you know, you you did an amazing job with this. So thank you. We're de- we're getting deep and raw and vulnerable. Yeah. And ho- hopefully, those of you who know who you are out there, we hope that we have not taken up too much of your <laughs> personal <laughs> boundaries in talking yeah. about this, sharing the music and the stories behind the song. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with such a relatable lyric as well, I mean, for anyone else that feels alone um, going through a certain emotion, they can, you know, hopefully turn to this song and yeah. realize they're not the only one, you know, that has to go through something like that, um, which is also, you know, something that, you know, we as humans are looking for is kind of like validation um, and knowing that, you know, others feel the same way and, and yeah. Yeah. That's a great thing about music, right? It's that, mm-hmm. you know, people express sentiments that, that, you know, they're going through things that, you, that necess- they may think that they're, you know, that they're the only ones, but mm-hmm. we all go through those things. Right. And I think that's the beauty of music. You can, it resonates and it's it speaks to your heart it speaks to your soul sometimes and and we all go through those things you know so and and we're not alone that's the thing so mm-hmm. yeah i think we're in a crisis also of men and like male identifying male presenting people just kind of being taught that there aren't there isn't really a safe space to feel feelings mm. ever. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. music is like one of the few places where it might feel possible of an outlet for mm-hmm. that like stuck energy to be moved through. <laughs> um, right. And so I applaud you, Atik, for like being the sensitive soul you are and mm-hmm. processing emotions through music. And I hope that we have more uh, like open, vulnerable 
processing of emotions that are totally relatable together mm-hmm. through through song in, in general and humanity. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> and that, that's the thing too, you know, people used to say I'm too sensitive and, but I've always been this way. I've always worn for better or worse, my heart on my sleeve and, mm-hmm. you know, like um, I, I generally can't hide my emotions very well. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that, you know, hopefully there's, there is a space for, for that where, you know, we men can express themselves as well and not be shunned for being emotional or having emotions. And, you know, cause that, that really does, I mean, and that to your point, Lisa, you mentioned, you know, like you, you have, you can't keep those things bottled up. You know, those, I think th- those things also lead to adverse health effects, right? If you keep those emotions bottled yeah. up. So yeah, like the mental health and the emotional health is equally as important, you know, so, and hopefully, hopefully things will change. And like Kaylee said, in some form or fashion, people can express how they feel. And, uh, you know, I found, I found this to be very cathartic and, um, you know, I, I also have been, you know, sort of writing this thing called a poetic attempt at a stream of consciousness. And there's a lot of stuff. Thank you. Kaylee's seen part. I think Kaylee's seen most of it or parts of it. So and I, and she was able to, I think in our initial session, she saw that she's like, Oh, we can grab some of that, you know, like those lyrics and, or those words and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I know there aren't many in this song, but uh, do you guys have a favorite production element? I think I would honestly have to go with that. Wait, it's a synth you said? Yeah. The synthesizer. Yeah. That thing is just, I felt that, like I really felt that. And now knowing the story behind why you chose to use it, I can totally, I see, I can see that image in my head when I hear that. I just thought it was, I don't know. It's so small, but it, it, I felt the impact. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, that. That's yeah, that synth really does sort of just echoes through the I mean it just really like I don't know, it's hard to explain for me because I'm not a musical I have I have no musicality and you know I don't know the terms and whatnot, but it really does just kind of resonate, right? It just really makes that moment more impactful or that 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 line more impactful. Kaylee, what's your uh favorite? production element i i just again with the the um the synth i like playing around with those but i'm very minimal and i'm studying sound healing as well so okay i'm studying the techniques that have been like ancient understandings of sound as a healing modality like a therapeutic Uh modality and Uh, like almost like energy healing mode, which is a whole other world and a whole other conversation that has opened up that I've been looking into, but I'm very into harmonies. So I just, Mm -hmm. I love layering harmonies and I don't know if that's Mm -hmm. a production element, but um, I I like (laughs) at the end being able to sing harmonies, which I really miss Mm -hmm. doing in person in real life with people and the way that Justin and Atik were able to, bring everything out and and clean it up so it was tasteful and delicate i appreciate at at the end 
Yeah, that is really, that is kind of haunting, right? Like that, that harmony you're talking about at the end, just like gets you. It just like stays with your soul, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Cause even, I think your vocal, if I don't, am I, wait, your vocal at the end, the piano ends up, you know, kind of playing out a little bit, right? Yeah. 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 So I know exactly what you're, the harmony you're talking about. And I remember hearing, yeah, when your vocal end, I was just like, wait, is there more? Like, <laughs> like I wanted more. <laughs> um, but then I got to enjoy the beautiful piano that you have too. So it was just very well done, guys. Thanks. I really, yeah, Kaylee, I mean. Yeah, I really loved it. Kaylee really brought this to life, exceeded my expectations. So, Well, guys, do you have any other cool, interesting, fun facts about the writing, the production, or recording process of the song? No, I think we covered it all. I mean, yeah. it's, it's this, you know, there's a story to the song and just uh, amazing that, you know, Kaylee was able to bring it to life. And um, mm-hmm. again, you know, uh, just really hit the nail on the head with it. And, you know, the other thing too, I don't know if Kaylee saw, but it's, uh, it's got 10,000 streams on Spotify, which is not a lot, but with no, uh, with no marketing or anything and no <laughs> major playlisting, um, just asking people to share the song and listen to it and playlist it, you know, we've gotten it up there. So something really that, uh, you know, I'm proud of. That's yeah. That's all you Atik. Thank you so much for, sharing it because I yeah I have no spare time or money for marketing or putting that out there no I know I I literally have just been asking people to share it and listen to it and playlist it and just been sending it to people and it's you know that's how it you know and and Lisa giving us this opportunity so hopefully this song reaches more people and Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much, Lisa. Yeah. yeah. Really nice. Artists supporting artists. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Lisa's really awesome with that. And she has a great podcast too. <laughs> so check out the other well, episodes. Speak- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of support, um, can you guys tell everyone where they can download and stream Devastating Love and where they can follow both of you on social media? Yeah, um, you can follow me on Instagram at KPH Canary Collective. <laughs> wow, I forgot. <laughs> KPH is, are my initials. It's like kilometers per hour. KPH Canary oh, Collective. Nice. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I know the the song is on all platforms. It's like mm-hmm. on Spotify and, mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, it's available everywhere. TikTok too. If you have make a TikTok video, if, you, if you're hearing this, yeah, use the song. Um, it's, yeah, it's available everywhere. Uh, you can find me at sportsguy seven eight six on Instagram and uh, Twitter and Clubhouse. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, Clubhouse. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on my show. Loved learning thank about you. this one. Thank you, Lisa. Appreciate <laughs> it.
You can listen to the full song on your favorite music platforms. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Danae, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, and Twitter at Lisa Danae Music. If you're enjoying the show and would like to support SoundScrub, please visit lisadanae.com forward slash SoundScrub for more details. Thank you for listening.